0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The murder of Reva Steenkamp on Valentine's Day 2014 shocked the world for many reasons. Not only was her death brutal and the life of a beautiful young woman was so tragically cut short, but also because of the man who killed her. Oscar Leonard Carl Pistorius was a professional South African sprinter who was also the first double-leg amputee to participate in the Olympic Games in 2012. Pistorius's legs had been amputated when he was only 11 months old due to a congenital birth defect, but it didn't stop him from becoming one of the world's most famous athletes. Following his conviction of the murder of Reva Steenkamp, Pistorius also became one of the world's most notorious. I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Today at Smooth Criminal, we're looking at crimes involving prosthetic legs. Thanks to the suggestion of Smooth Criminal groupie Karen of Tasmania, who initially simply said prosthetics, but truth be told, I found so many cases... I've limited this episode to only legs. Also, credit to Lucas Mbiraba for the awesome acoustic flamenco-style version of Smooth Criminal used in this episode. In the wrong hands, prosthetics can be a deadly weapon, and I've discovered they have been frequently used to commit assaults and even murders. But their part in crimes doesn't stop there, with cases of limbs also being used to hide drugs and contraband. First to Chicago, where a 66-year-old man who had marijuana hidden in his prosthetic leg set fire to his wife during a very heated argument in a parking lot. According to the Chicago Police Department, James Roberts poured rubbing alcohol on his wife before igniting it. A witness raced to the woman's aid and managed to put out the flames. However, the woman had already suffered multiple burns on her head, waist and the front and back of her body. After the incident, police searched Robert's prosthetic leg and found the marijuana stashed inside, and he was subsequently charged with attempted murder, two counts of battery, and possession of cannabis. I guess it would be inappropriate to say his wife was also charged with possessing an unlicensed firearm. Okay, that story was a bit grim. Let's look at some more light-hearted crimes involving prosthetic legs. To Indiana, where a man faced charges after using his prosthetic leg to sneak a mobile phone and phone charger into the Fayette County Prison after he'd been convicted of an unrelated crime. Christopher Glenn Greer, age 27, was charged with possessing a contraband item as he was now inside and the phone he smuggled in his leg was a banned item. Not a bad idea, and I'm super impressed he remembered to pack a charger as well. And in another smuggling story, although this time the contents of the prosthetic leg were a little, um, scaly, Californian Jeremy James, aged 33, used his prosthetic leg to smuggle live iguanas from a nature reserve in Fiji, back into the US where he proceeded to sell them after selling 3 of the lizards for nearly $50,000 James's house was raided and another 4 lizards were seized sounds like a pretty lucrative business but that dude was cold-hearted To the skies, where a bonny Scottish lass drank more than her fair share of whiskey on a flight from Tunisia to Edinburgh and became rather rowdy and violent. Firstly, she started demanding that crew members give her cigarettes and a parachute. When told she could have neither, she slapped a little girl in the face and then removed her artificial leg and started swinging it around, trying to hit one of the crew members in the head. Ultimately, she was subdued and the plane landed without further incident. And in West Virginia, William Ernest Smith, age 33, was arrested outside a pharmacy after a search of his car led to the discovery of drug paraphernalia. Smith was in the pharmacy purchasing Sudafed as he and his co-accused were intending to make meth. When it came time to appear in court for the charges, Smith was taken to the holding cells where he began acting very unruly and making sexual innuendos at the female inmates. He then removed his prosthetic leg and threw it at a sheriff's deputy. Smith was charged with disruption of governmental process and disorderly conduct. Pasquale Bagnuolo was the elderly owner of a jewellery store in Niagara Falls who'd lost his leg due to an accident with a drunk driver and had worn a prosthetic leg for most of his adult life. In 2011, an irate customer named David Clark went to the jewellery store and ended up in a dispute with Mr Bagnuolo and his son. Clark allegedly attacked the pair and they retaliated with pepper spray and ultimately Mr Bagnuolo's artificial leg. Police laid charges as the leg was deemed to be a weapon under their legislation. However, whilst Bagnuolo was convicted, he was only sentenced to three years of probation. And now to another sinister tale. Deborah Hewitt was a homeless Louisiana woman, and in 2011 she was convicted of murdering her boyfriend with her own prosthetic leg. Hewitt had already been acquitted twice of murder and had a pretty bad rap sheet with authorities – But despite this, on the streets, Hewitt was known as Angel. Using her nickname, Hewitt was ultimately referred to by the media as the Angel of Death, who had stomped on her boyfriend, Dwayne Ball, and then removed her artificial leg and used it. I shouldn't laugh. This is a horrible story. Okay. She removed her artificial leg and used it to beat Dwayne Ball to death, all whilst balancing on her one good leg. Hewitt was convicted of murder and given a mandatory life sentence and so far, on all accounts, she has behaved herself in prison. But if you thought that tale was grim, wait for this one. In what could only be described as a monumental fuck-up, Washington, D.C. man Quincy Green had been convicted of a gun charge and he was put on house arrest on the proviso he wore an electronic tracking bracelet at all times. Trouble is, the tag was put on his artificial leg, which unfortunately led to a very deadly incident. Green simply removed the artificial limb with the tracker still attached, put on another prosthetic leg then left his home and ultimately shot and killed Dana Hamilton, age 44. Of course, this also gave Green an ironclad alibi. The tracker showed him to be in his apartment a mile away from the killing scene at the time of the murder. As the tracker was still back at Green's house, for over 72 hours police noticed the tracker barely moved, when in fact Green was moving freely and undetected. Repeated sightings of Green during this period of time were dismissed by officers, with police insisting that Green was where the GPS said he was. How horrible for the victim, Dana Hamilton. He was doomed the moment the tracking device was put on Green's prosthetic leg. In 2013, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, a 35-year-old man by the name of Joel Parrish pushed another man off a moped and then began to punch and kick him. During this attack, Parrish noticed that the victim's artificial leg had fallen off and if things could get any worse, Parrish then picked it up and began beating the man with it before members of the public intervened. The victim surprisingly only required stitches above one eye and Parrish, he ended up in prison, where he clearly belongs. A wheelchair-bound North Carolina woman who was also on dialysis, and her 29-year-old partner, Charles Morris Talbot, had been fighting about groceries for two days straight, and finally the woman snapped, rising from her wheelchair, ripping out her dialysis tube and resorting to hitting the man in the chest and face with her artificial leg. According to Talbot, his glasses and mobile phone were damaged to the extent of $300. This next story made it into this episode purely because of its headline. One-legged Seattle man swings prosthetic leg at two-legged Seattle man. A cop in Seattle was called to attend an afternoon street brawl, and when he arrived at the scene, was surprised to see a one-legged man swinging his prosthetic leg at a two-legged man. Both men were quick to notice the police officer, and the two-legged dude started to walk off, while the one-legged dude reinserted his prosthetic limb. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a third man appeared and hit the two-legged dude in the head with an aluminium baseball bat. So a two-legged dude was cocked in the head with a baseball bat by a third man, also a two-legged dude, while in the meantime, the one-legged dude's putting his fake leg back on. So how did it all end? Well, I couldn't find anything more about the one-legged dude and presumably the two-legged dude shook hands and moved on. So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Castbox, the Smooth Criminal Podcast channel on YouTube, on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, shows.acast.com forward slash SmoothCriminal. Please rate and review and share with your friends, and thanks for your support, and also to Smooth Criminal Groupie Karen for this week's suggestion. Also, credit to Lucas Imbereba for the awesome flamenco-style version of Smooth Criminal in this episode. So that's it for another week. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a prosthetic criminal.